The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Podcasters, the Dungeons & Dragons tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen. Uh, not really so much a host today. We're sitting in here on the DM chair, the Dungeon Master chair. That's what I am. Uh, we have the newly coined and named Fabala 5, brand new overlay. Uh, it is done up nice. I know I have... <laughs> Uh, images of some of the different t-shirt designs we have that Danny has done that I did up and you know check them out there's links below for our teespring head on over (laughs) buy some t-shirts support us and let's get into this campaign because some stuff happened last week and we need to do a small little uh, recap last week we picked up where we left off with a with a cliffhanger Jarrell and Lady Luna, Shad, uh, Luna Shadisphere have finished a ritual. Bodies had dropped to the ground, and the party commenced and began attacking her. As the room changed and shifted to fit uh, a more fitting battle map, they, the party uh, defeated the cultist. The member that had rose up from the supposed dead had taken a couple shots at, if I'm not mistaken, Ricky? And I feel like it was Azoth. No, is it Danny? Um, I didn't get time to go back through it yet to make sure the exact fight, but I know he fought through his way and was then compelled to leave from a, uh, <clears throat> a, a duplicate that Finks had made. And a... Uh, a, a uh, hooded figure had walked off, basically distracted. Well, the party had finished a fight with their good friend Jarrell. We're going to pick up right there, but before so, we are going to uh, we're going to pick up with uh, our newest member, Haxon. As the fighting broke out, Lady Luna had done some magic, shape, had uh, shape-changed, or not shape-changed, had uh, transformed the room. And during this con- uh, commotion, Haxon, you were pushed back and knocked back further into the hallway while the party ran forward to go fight Jarrell. Uh, you had uh, stumbled back about 10 feet down this, slant, down this uh, slanted staircase. And you see a figure now running up the staircase, chasing a uh, a Finx running up the stairs. So someone's chasing Finx? Yes, there is a uh, hooded figure, a a cloaked hooded figure that is shirtless with just basic slacks on. And his hands are gripped ready uh, and just kind of in a chasing motion towards Finks as you How? see Finks come run past you. All right, so Finks is already hearing, And you're hearing commotions and blasting and like shouting and spell casting from the hall down. Okay. Uh, well, if Finks is behind me... Um, He's running past you, up up by you now. 
Great. Uh, Thunderwave on that guy. Thunderwave on that guy. Okay, what does he have to make? Is it a deck save? It is. Where the hell? Where the hell? Sorry. Um, attack okay. save. Con, con 13. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, it's a four. Yeah, that's a fail. Okay, so. It's a four plus two. Casting it at second level. He takes um, 18 points of damage and I believe is pushed back 10 feet away. Okay. And there's an audible thunder for 300 feet or yards. Okay. Which you guys had all heard at some point, this loud boom coming from the hallway. Um, Thinks you probably had heard it as you were running up... uh, down the carpeted path towards Jarrell, where the fighting is now happening. Okay, well, sticking to the plan, just taunting yeah. the guy as we run. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, this cloaked figure, uh, by the way, f- uh, how does your duplicate work? Uh, basically, I have to, like, the, the, the real version has to, I have to use those senses. So once I'm out of eye shot, I don't really know what's going on. I can't, okay. like, you know, um, real quick, does the duplicate have to be within so many feet of you? Yes. Um, let me get that number. 120 feet. Okay, so th- we'll say that as of now, the your last command was to have it just run, so it's just shooting back past. Um, so you do see this little thing's run, ba- right, run by you, Haxon. Doesn't respond at all to any bit of the blast. Uh and uh, at some point, we're going to say it just kind of just going to hit the hard wall. Cease. Yeah, it's just going to hit the wall and just cease to exist. Just bamf. Yeah, bamf out. Um, this uh, human <clears throat> now, uh, after getting blasted with the thunder wave, you see the cloak fall back, and this is a uh, dead pan face, uh, very hollow, sunken expressions, very just bland, uh, walking at you. Uh, with the thunder wave blasted by uh, blasted through, you now see the chest is is more exposed, and it has a necklace of the uh, this daggered with the S through it that the whole party has been re- uh, repeatedly encountering, being encountered with. Mm-hmm. And it now has has pulled out a dagger in its hand as it's coming up to you, and it's going to throw a flurry of blows at you. Oh my! It's gonna throw. It's gonna throw a. Uh, should I roll arm for strikes? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should roll for initiative. You should roll for initiative, actually. Fourteen. Fourteen. You beat me, so it's coming up for you with uh, the intention of to come at you with a with a set of fists. Oh my! Uh, Eldritch blast. Okay, it's come walking straight up at you. Make the attack. Uh, uh, non-natural 21. That hits. And it does... A strong five. <laughs> like, like I really, really, you know, put the whole body into this five. <laughs> okay. Smacks it. Uh, takes a blast right in the chest. And... 
it, it kind of stumbles back a little bit, but then just kind of pushes over and starts stepping forward again towards and at you. Uh, mindless, in a sense. Uh, comes at you and is going to start to throw punches at you. So, uh, walking at you, stumbling, it almost uh, drunken, drunkenly, drunkenly steps off to the left. Not so much like it's posing to play like drunken in style. It's just stumbling without um, <clears throat> without control and purpose. And as it stumbles over, it comes back up with a well-aimed left hook to hit you with a 18 plus six. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, and that one does... Five points of damage as a whack. You get sucker punched right into your left face. Oof. Left, left side of your face and your jaw is just, you feel this crunch. It then is going to take a second strike from the right with the blade, uh, with its bladed hand. It's going to punch you. Oop, that fell off. 11 plus six. That's a 17 to hit. Uh, yep, that'll do it. All right. This is a one plus three, so it's four points of damage. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I now need you to, uh, because you took a, oh, wait, hold on. So what is it? I need you to make a intelligence saving throw for me. Oh, boy. Ten. Haxi's not, Haxi's not too bright. <laughs> you lose one of your lowest, spe- you lose... Uh, one of your lowest spell slots. Forever? No, just in this moment. So act so as if a spell was cast, you lose a spell slot. Oh, oh, that's totally cool because I'm completely out of spell slots. Okay, so <laughs> you're out of them? Yep. <laughs> Before or after this? Oh, you are. Uh, it was Thunder Wave and that was it. Oh, okay. So then uh, you feel nothing from this. Great. Okay. Um, Does it look damaged? It looks damaged, um, as if it's almost—it's almost. Make a perception check. That's what. Okay. Oh shit! (sighs) Which, by the way, guys, we are not—we are not censoring anything right now. So language is off. I don't care. So don't stress. Oh really? Yes. I appreciate oh, no, 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 no hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. No hard drops. If you know yeah, what I mean? I'm start calling people the c word just because yeah, I, I appreciate not that. Not I'm not British. <laughs> I think he means cannoli. Well, yeah, that too. Um, cannolis, revolvers. No, I'm not. So I got a ten because <laughs> I have disadvantage on perception. Um, this looks like a dead corpse, man. All right. This looks like someone who has just died, and you're now fighting them. All right. Okay. Uh, hold on. All right. So, yeah, I hit him with a short sword and use psychic blades. Gives me an extra 2d6. Um, Where is Psychic Blades real quick? Is that a... Psychic Blades is... 
when you join the College of Whispers at third level, you gain the ability to make your weapons attacks magically toxic to a creature's mind. Got oh. It. Oh. Can I can I uh, can I walk that back? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. I'll let you walk it back. I'll let you walk it back. <laughs> Thank you. Because you just made the insight check. If it needs to be an, uh, if it's if you're taking the if you think this may be an undead, you would have yeah. kind of picked up on that and be like, oh, that that wouldn't work. Okay. So maybe there's like a second where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, um, just I'm gonna disengage and run. You're gonna disengage and run. Yep. Okay. Uh, As you turn to disengage, you turn around to run. Um, The hallway goes black. And there begins to be this wind whipping around you. And you're able to stand still. But um, picture the one ring, ethereal type. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what's going on. You're feeling the wind ripping around you. And you uh, see a vestige of a cloaked figure mm-hmm. wrapped in a uh, almost a, um, a winged cloak. A black, a black winged cloak that touches you by the chest as you go to turn. It says, no, stop this perversion and turns you around. Do as you do, do my will. And uh, you're given a kind of almost a turnaround on your action. You feel your dagger. Short sword. Your short sword now has, um, as you look down it, almost has a uh, archangel metal, metal like winged kind of. Uh, it's kind of like what your sword looks like. Is the second as, one, or is it on just one? On your on your your main short sword hand, your main okay. hand. It almost resembles how like uh, the archangels like metal wings looked. Oh, dope! Um, your your action, your turn. Re- you you are you. The room kind of pans back. You're now staring at this undead thing. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him with an angel sword. Go for it. Uh, right. Make attack roll. A uh, a nine, but a, but a strong nine. <laughs> strong nine. Um. <laughs> Uh, uh, wait, did I hold on real quick? Let me see if I made up if I had the rules on this set. Uh, oh, actually, um, I'm gonna bonus action bardic inspiration. Go for it. I'll let you, I'll let you do this. Well, it's because it says I can see the role, yeah, but before knowing the outcome, if this is actually gonna put me over or not. Yeah, you don't so, have. Yeah, I didn't give you the outcome. Go for it. All right, so so I'm going to add. <laughs> so I'm going to add two. So I got an eleven. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So you feeling confident, um, almost within under to a understanding of your patron, gives you a redo on your on your on your course of action, and as you take. A strike with this newly uh, given blade. 
you feel your arm swing with just the perfect amount of course. And the last second you notice that you have, you have uh, mis-aimed. You feel a light, uh, a light hand, like a very gentle hand uh, below, below your elbow and almost kind of like a child swinging for their baseball game. The coach raising their arm and just mm-hmm. <laughs> cleaves off the head. Sweet. Um, the hallway goes down, or the hallway, the shadow drops now, and the, vi- the visage behind you has just kind of fades away, and you're left in the hallway with your sword. Uh, you see the archangel uh, feather-looking visage on it kind of just fade away into the shadow darkness, and you're left looking at a decapitated figure uh, laying in front of you. Even by this point, you have heard a series of fireball of explosions mm-hmm. down the hallway. There's been a shouting, screaming, a lot of running, and silence. All right. Um, I'm first of all going to thank the Raven Queen, like, out loud. Then I'm going to take this guy's necklace. Okay, you take the necklace. Got it. I'm going to look at it and, like, shake it around. All right, you're looking at a necklace with a uh, a dagger through the S, mm-hmm. and it has these little green gemstones because it's the S is small. These little tiny like green gemstone emeralds tucked in between like where the S's circles are, the little like little uh, loops. It's little like little studs. There's no words though. Nope, it's just the S. Just just <sighs> like a little like a almost like a pendant. A pendant, eh? Mm-hmm. Okay, question. Because I've never done this. Ritual spells, do they count as spell slots or not? No. They take time. It's ten, can someone rule check it? Um, hold on. Is it ten, it's ten minutes. Ten minutes to do it. Ten minutes, and then is it a minute per spell level, or is it ten minutes per spell level? Uh, I thought it was just 10 minutes in general, but I'll double check. It kind of looks to me, to be honest, like it would take a slot because I'm out of slots and it doesn't give me the ability to cast. Well, no, you would have, you would have to, does it have a ritual tag on it? It does. I got it here. Ritual version of a spell takes 10 minutes longer to cast than normal. It doesn't expend a spell slot, which means the ritual version of a spell can be cast at higher levels. Okay. Okay. So I would like to ritual cast identify on the necklace. Okay, um, you ritual cast it, <clears throat> and this is a um, this is a pendant to the spell cipher. This is a pendant of the spell cipher, specifically a um, a gift that is given. What wait? What do you get with identify? Is it everything? Let me see real quick. So you choose one object that you touch. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn okay, whether so you any don't spells learn are affecting the history. It. So, so it's not like lore where you learn the history of it. It's just more or no, less. It's just you learn like, what it does. Is it magic and what does it do? Got it. This is a magical necklace that is a uh, that has a coupling with the dagger mm-hmm. that you can see. Um, both have to be attuned together. And with the power of this necklace, uh, actually, it'd be attunement to a necromancer. Okay. 
required to be attuned to a necromancer. It has the power to, on a, uh, on a melee strike with the dagger, the, uh, the target has to succeed a intelligence saving throw or lose a uh, lowest spell slot. Lose one spell, one lose their lose a lo, lose their lowest spell slot. One of them. That's kind of sick. But it has to be All attuned right. by a necromancer. That's the caveat. Like dark magic. Okay. Shit. Right. Ooh. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna take both anyway. And then I'm going to run up the hallway to where I heard all the fireballs that I ignored for like nine and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, so you go running up into this, uh, into this clearing scene. There is a, oh, um, does someone have the picture of the map? Of the battle map? Here, let me, let me send this in the chat. Uh, I believe I do somewhere. Good. I I remember where we were if that helps. Yep. No, I know, but I want him to see what he's looking yeah. at. Um, um here we'll do this. DD maps. Uh, Sorry everyone right. watching. I am Thanks, working guys. on the way to make sure that this isn't a thing. But but you know what is a thing? Oogie games. At 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls, whatever the zip code is. Check them out for your used, new, all types of games, Oogie Games. Exactly. Okay, I got the map pulled up. Oh, no, not that map. This map in the Messenger chat. Oh, it's because Tony just sent me one. Oh, yeah. Tony did. Oh, perfect. Thank you, man. Uh, oh, no, no. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. Same energy. Oh, look, here, I'll share my screen super no, quick. No, 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 don't share screen. Don't share screen. Oh, okay. Well. It's enabled. I tried. Good. <laughs> so, what you're looking at is um, this room previously, which was just more of a uh, the small box of a room, has now expanded larger to dimensions. It's a, like an 80 foot by 80 foot with these large stone uh, walls protruding from the floor at various angles to uh, partition off the room. There's a back half that is raised um, with a staircase and Mm -hmm. a uh, walk down carpet. There is this metal stone slab with a block uh, of mithril looking uh, metal and a gem on top of it. Now that you see the party all huddling around, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm pretty sure. I, I was trying to break it with the cipher dagger. Because yes. I we 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 did a few things and I now remember that's the cipher dagger and like okay I touched the gem and nothing happened but since I don't have spells nothing happened to me mm-hmm. and so uh, you see Remus is right up next to this block trying to poke and hit this gem Finks Azoth and Howard I do not recall where you guys were or how you guys were feeling I th- has anyone healed up or I have oh. not healed. Oh, you know what? No, not though. We leveled up, so uh, you guys should be at full health. All right. I run with. I personally, my favorite way to run is with video game rules, where when you level up, you yeah. full uh, full instant Bell's rest. Eight. Which, by the way, okay. hacks you leveled up. By the way. Oh, that was that fight. Sweet. That was that whole motion uh, event with the Raven Queen. 
Should I take it now or should I wait? You can take it now. I'm pretty sure everyone else kind of did. Uh, I appreciate if you guys didn't do... If there's if there's uh, traits or character powers that, that you feel would take a uh, story progression, hold off on it, but... Okay. If it's just spells and stuff like that, then sure. Why not? I was just going to take an extra level of bard because it's something I'm used to. Actually, I, 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 I apologize. Um, I meant second level of warlock. Because I okay. feel like the Raven can just help me out, so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a little more devoted. Okay, there you go. Do we get uh, all spell slots and stuff back, too? Like, mm-hmm. we're back to like, yep. full rest? It's, it's kind of like uh, video game rules that, like, when you level up in the in the middle of the boss fight and you've been holding off on it, and you get, like, full mana, full health, and, like, your shit, like, everything just re-ups, yeah. So, oh, so I should take, like, a long rest and just bamf back? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Plus, there's no combat here. You know. Okay. Cool. Yet. Yet. So you guys are in this. Uh, you guys are in this room. Remus, you are poking around with this gem. Finks, Azoff, uh, Howard, where are you, and what are you guys currently doing? Uh, I'm still with Lady Shattersphere, trying to tend to her and at least uh, see what's going on because I want to her to come back and kind of try and get some more information from her. Make a medicine check. Nineteen? Um, it's a pretty good medicine check. She looks out of it and she looks badly hurt. Um, you're ascertaining that she's going to need a te- medical attention soon. Not urgent because it's out of combat and you're stabilizing her pretty well. Uh, but she is going to need medical attention soon at some point, at least and, to progressively get better. And we're at her, this is her place, right? This is uh, her, this is her, uh, you're, you're currently at her house. Okay. like Howard would have been I know he's still over by uh, Jarrell's body um, he would have still been smashing his face in and he would have taken a second kind of wipe the blood off sit down over by where his head used to be and go over the wand and see if he needed to study it to attune to it or what he felt by it okay uh-huh. um, Thinks is definitely watching what Remus is doing and very intrigued by the stone Hold on, real quick. What was the last part you said Howard or Howard would do after smashing? Uh, go over the wand and uh, see if he can attune to it or learn anything about the wand. Okay. Uh, did you guys hear that noise? That uh, did that? No. Okay. That's good. Um, let's see. What <laughs> would you be able to loon? Uh... Do you have anything to learn to how to any like identification? Um, not yet. No. But I do um, have an arcana. Make a make an arcana check. You can do that. Ooh. Ooh. Eleven. Okay. Um You do know that this is an attunement. Uh this is a, the Fauna Fireballs, it requires attunement. Uh, 
you know that some wands can be uh, charge based and can be recharged. You know, some have limited uses. Make an investigation check as well while you're checking over this. Okay. So I feel like you'd be doing a little bit of both while you're at least trying to pick up on the arcana of this. 11 again. Okay. Um, yeah, 11. Along the... Along the um, wand, uh, there is a discoloration to it, uh, and you do see that there are some carvings on it that look uh, second-handed, almost kind of like someone carved over something with uh, along it. But um, from the battle and everything, you just can't really figure out right now. You don't know if maybe there's some gunk and some... Uh, there's some like a scratch scrapes and like some damage on the wand that you can't tell what this is currently. Kind of okay. like really with the, the, there's some finer detail that you'll have to take some time to probably clean off and figure out what it would be. Is it like more, you can tell me very vague, but like closer to language and speech or just symbols and um, it's more pictures. of a symbol. It's more of symbols and it's more of okay. uh, I mean, vague, vague enough. I can use say vaguely it is uh it looks fey and carved, fey carving in nature. Okay. You just can't, like, there's, like, like fine details that just with the battle and, and the repercussions of this battle, you need to take some time with this a little bit more to probably tell what has it, what, uh, what's up with it. All right, cool. Okay. Um, so you're doing that. All right. Um, Haxon, you walk down, stumbling after, feeling a little bit more of a blessing from the Raven Queen from behind you, and uh, you see these pillars <clears throat> as the stairs are coming down. So as you're walking down the stairs, you could see over these pillars where everyone else is. Okay. Finks and Remus are up over next to the this gem. You can see Howard off in the distance. Uh, further off near the back of the room, up near where the uh, the half-cut circle of stairs are in the back half. Um, you see Azoth laying down next to Lady Luna. What is everyone doing? And Ricky, yes. Wait, um, we were fighting her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have Azoth... no idea. You walked into this. Yeah. You walked into the aftermath of stuff. <clears throat> so there's no other bad guys, just mm-hmm. Lady Luna? Nope. Oh, I'll say, uh, just for description, too, there are five... Wait. There are nine bodies of robes laying around the uh, tomb, the concrete tomb that had all dropped as the ritual commenced. Yep. Um, Can I use my eye um, to look around the gem to see, like, how how it's secured to that thing? Yeah, like, make... I, I want to see what's inside it too. I guess like, um, like the the container under it, kind of like within the sealed block. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. You see, um, there's almost like a like the this crystal is inset into the space, kind of on top of this block, 
And it's almost just as a magical binding is holding it. Like it's just magic. Magic energy is like kind of tension. And upon a close, make an investigation check actually to see how closely you do see. Uh, Investigation 14. Investigation 14. Perfect. Um, You do see that the uh, gem pops out above on the top of the uh, this block just slightly, probably about half a, half an inch above, and it's about palm sized. It has the faces kind of like swirling within it. Uh, looking in it with your am- with your amber eye, it, it's almost as if there is a magical blocking that you cannot see through. Think mm-hmm. of like ma- magic, just anti magic, saying "nah." Sealed tight. No one's no one's peering in here. That being said, um, looking over it, you do gain the knowledge. Uh, do you start touching it, or are you just kind of peering over? Like, are you physically? I'm, I'm not physically visual? touching it yet. It's all. This is all visual right now. And that's it so far, as a, as a visual. Because I mean, I've touched it with a dagger. I don't know how much that will give mm-hmm. me, but I physically haven't. Put my hand on the stone yet? What's yeah. up, Finks? What's up, Finks? I just touch it. He touches it. I'll walk up to him and touch it. He's gonna touch it. This feels cold, and this feels this feels this feels um wrong. You have an evil presence about this. This is like when they talk about. Dark magic, evil, taboo shit. This is what they're saying. And this is you're getting this evil, like nasty vibe from this block. Okay. Thinks he's gonna leave his hand there and he's gonna start chanting and cast the uh, dispel magic spell that he just learned. Sick word. Alright, so choose creature, object, magical effect within range. Any spell third level or lower ends. Every spell fourth level or higher has to make an ability check. Um, the DC is 10 plus that spell's level. So whatever this spell is, if it's under third level, it's done. If it's higher, then it has to roll better than a 14. I think you have to roll. Oh, I roll? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to have you roll on it. Yeah, because it, it's the whatever the level of the spell oh, is that's DC on the it. Spell that was on oh, yeah, no, I, I'll tell you. I have a DC on this. Yes. So ten plus, the um, level. ten plus the level. So I just roll what wisdom check? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What is it? Um, here, real quick, let me double check. Uh, just your, yeah, your spellcasting ability is what you're using. Okay. Let me see. So. Yep, you need to make a. Here, hold on. Wait, hold on. What? So I spell. So I'm confused because so what's the DC? What are you rolling against? So it's ten plus the spell's level. I have to beat. Okay, so you're rolling for for it then. Go for it. All right, Finks. I think you should believe in yourself. Oh, I, I do. 
I rolled a uh, 15. I'll give you, ins- I was going to give you inspiration beforehand. Oh, to try to uh, roll with advantage? Yeah. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving you Dungeon Master inspiration. The whole just, I'm going to go for it. All just right. Curiosity, you got to figure stuff out. Okay, so second roll is a 17, plus three is a 20. Wait, so isn't your spell mod your the stat plus proficiency? Oh, I didn't add proficiency. It'd be your... Because it's your spellcasting ability, right? Yes. Yeah, modifiers plus three. Okay, so that is a 20? 20, even. You feel the magic course through your hand... Uh, and start to penetrate and break down the magic within this block. And it's not enough yet. There's still this cold hold with, within, with, uh, of this. It was not high enough of a roll. Okay. You're ascertaining. Well, what can I do then? All right, I'll pull my hand back. I think we need answers from from the unconscious one. Um, do I look? Does it look like I can take this, like the stone and its casing around it, off this container? Or oh, like on the giant tomb, like on the slab? Yeah. Yes. 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 All right. I want to get it off the slab. Okay, and just for a uh, weight comparison, this is about this is kind of the deceiving weight of uh, of like a car battery. So when you go like, oh, this is a, a square box, okay, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, like this is gotcha. a, essentially dense. what you're picking up. You're picking up a car battery with a uh, with a gem uh, set on the top of it that is offset to one side, more of in the center. Um, okay. Um. I'm going to look at Finks for a second. Do you think it'll break if I just drop it upside down? No. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm break gonna, it. Do can it. I, can I walk up real quick and be like... Bop, 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 bop. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Accident! Welcome back! Hey, thank you. Um, Maybe we should break that. <laughs> I, um... I don't know. Like it, it. Uh, from what I can tell, it holds magic that people take with these. Oh, you've you've one of these too. One of these, hey, uh, well, I hold up the necklace and the dagger. The cipher dagger. I'm like I know they do too. Oh, I don't. I don't have the the necklace. What does the necklace do? It's a combo when they're together, and I kind of explain it. Okay. Like, you know, it can. You got to attune to it if you're into black magic and shit. Which oh, that's not my. I'm actually not considering me. maybe getting into a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> Just to use this cool dagger. Howard's going to um, perk his head up and pull out the, his necklace. Like, you mean this one over here? That's the one, buddy. Get yourself one of these knives now. Um, Sweet. He's going to go down <laughs> and like start rummaging through the bodies on the floor, see if he can find a dagger. Um, so I'm going to. Uh, excuse me, one second. First level. Yes. So I'm just going to cast Identify on that thing. On this thing? Yeah, that the thing that uh, Remus is about to break. I've changed my mind slightly, but yes, identify it still. Okay, you get hit with a rush of knowledge as um, is identify a bard. 
spell? Yes. Okay. Um, you get hit with a rush of knowledge as lore begins to sing into your ears of vanquent tales of heroic uh, adventures in search of uh, greater enemies to fight. And one of the greatest of all is a lich. Um, as the knowledge soars into your head that this vessel right here is a tool used by liches to collect souls to um, jumpstart a phylactery. You gain the knowledge that this has souls trapped within it and they are they're, they're sucked in this and Somehow the energy is transferred from this into a phylactery. For uh, those of our viewers, what exactly is a phylactery? A phylactery is a uh, is basically your horcrux for a lich. That when a witch, when a lich dies, the phylactery is where their essence goes back to, and they start to form back and come back to life. Thank you show. very much. That was for me, and I hope somebody watching this besides me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> great uh, so okay. this rushes back to you this rushes into your head and like the tales are singing to you and as it starts to talk more about the lich Haxon the sound the, the songs and the tales begin into almost like this nightmarish kind of like horror story mm-hmm. of tales of liches and dark doings and this is used to start that all right, so I have a different plan now. I'm not going to break it. So that thing has souls in it. Let's okay. use it to charge phylacteries. All right, so here's here's my plan. That's all I got. Anthony? Yeah. And there's a lich. Can I turn the gem into coins? You have no idea on that. Can I, like, all right. I I will try. Do you want to just? Well, um, I don't. What, whatever, like my ability is to do it to some sort of person. I want to try it on this stone. Got it. If not, this is you, about the size of a. Wait, hold on. This is about the size of a car battery, right? Exactly. How big is that pocket in my side? I mean, the coin sized, like. Oh, so I can't just shove a car battery in there? No, no, it's not bag of holding style. No. I can't just stretch it. No. Can Fox to get real, real close to the gem and start looking inside, see if you can see any of the souls? I'm going to pull them back. (laughs) You got to see. Like, he he can see, but I don't want him to get too close. Like, I don't want him to, like, touch it. I'm all to touch it. I want to get back. Yeah. Uh, Perception check. Oh, natural 20. It's 23. You see faces swirling up to the glass of the crystal where you put your eye up and you, and you see them go, ah, ah, and then ones come flying in from up here. And, ah, and you hear the screaming, Help! and they come like swirling around, whirling around. Anybody I recognize? Make a history check with disadvantage because... Right. Let's see if you re- we'll see if anyone you recognize. Six. No, man, there are s- souls kind of all look the same. At least from this view. I'm- we need to break this thing. 
I would like to try to intimidate the souls to come out. <laughs> intimidate uh, away. <laughs> Unless, I mean, I mean, Remus, what are you doing? Because, so, I mean, how, I'm, how I'm, quick are I'm you trying, trying to do to, this well, stuff? I'm, I'm trying to do this after Fig's, like, eyeballs the shit out of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, he is, is, once I get him back, I'm going to try and, like, wave change it. Because that's how I imagine I do this. You uh, wave change it. You hear the drop of a coin and you kind of hear the chiching. The gem is still the same. It looks a little bit more duller now. Okay. And. You're turning souls into money, you dummy. What are you doing? I mean, the box is now, if you kind of were to move it in the process, you hear there's almost something uh, within this. Oh, it's in the gem now? No, no, it's within the battery. The coin is? There's something within this box. This box. the soul in the box into a coin. Wait, it's a real box now? Yeah, like, like, was... there, like there's something yeah, within it. Like, gem. it is heavy within weight. But I can open the box. See, Possibly. At first I, I thought it was just, like, solid. At, like, solid. Oh, like, yeah, but, stone. like, the top of it, like, the, the top, I mean, it's heavy. It's a block. Like, it feels like heavy solid. You have done no investigation around it or talk. I look, I look through it. Uh, it's two parts, dude. You got the gem, and then it's inset in this box. Exactly. You literally just turned this box. You're looking through the gem. You're seeing souls. I thought and I looked through the box, too. No, you didn't uh, open the box or look on the box. Open the box. All right, I want to look through the box. Okay. The box. I'm not opening the box, the box yet. I want to see what's in the so box. As first. you start to investigate this box and start to uh, peer around it, it is uh, a, like I said, the uh, it's almost like the car battery in shape, almost like a half a foot, or uh, it's a foot in width, in, uh, width or, or length, half foot uh, width and half foot height. Um, the top is sealed to it now now looking uh kind of looking forward to see if there is a way to open this if there is and there is a very faintly sealed uh crack uh going all around the top i would like to open the box um make a uh make a dex see Make a dex check. It's going to be very, very hard because, like, it's almost kind of like there is a crack between where, like, the lid is placed within this box, this container. Can I But it this? is, like, paper thin. Like, it is, like, the concrete slabs on concrete slabs. It's perfectly, like, fitted. Would so I be hard. able to use my thieves tools for this to add proficiency? Sure, yeah. Sick. It's a high DC. Thanks. Do you believe in me? I always believe in you, Rivers. Oh, I'm going to bardically inspire you. Yes. There you go. People you go out. Try to do stuff to help with this. <laughs> That's Remus what I was... soul, Remus just kind of picking his heart is like, you're going to work for, work for so, something. Am so, I? Hold on, real quick, guys. Um, yes. Would I be able to physically lift. Uh, Luna Shattersphere, am I strong enough to move her, like, throw over my mm. shoulder? What is your strength modifier? It's a uh, minus something, isn't it? Yeah, it's a negative two, so I'm at a seven. Uh, it'd be hard. Uh, it means you you are not the strongest of the folk. Mm-hmm. Negative. 
negative two strength modifier is like you could pick her up, but you would walk with her, and it'd be it would you would be like at halved movement, significantly halved. All right. While all of this has been going on, can I be in the process of at least trying to like get her uh, out of where we're at currently upstairs into like what just the the main floor, like out of this area, so I can potentially go off and try and find a healer. Yeah. Um, it takes a better part of like it takes a better part of twenty minutes, probably with the help of your some of your friends that are not currently trying to investigate this block, this sealed uh, container. Right. Uh, but you get her up to the to her main floor where you guys had come in, and there are those four different individual towers with a uh, door going right. outside. Um, I'm just gonna kind of set her. I don't know, somewhere comfortable on that floor and then go to find a healer in town. Okay. Um, do an in, do a, a investigation check. What 11. are you looking for? Kind of who are you specifically? Or um, I know you don't know anyone specifically, but kind of like what, what kind of shops or places uh, are you... I've just been, since I've been in town, I know that there's got to be like uh, an apothecarist or something like that, or somebody who can provide medical attention to at least get her stable. Okay. Um, So you start heading out. Or to give me the things that I need that I can do it because I'm druidic, so. Just to kind of stabilize her. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you do find a a apothecary shop. It is... uh, just, just a very simple, basic, uh, common every everyday uh, resources and materials for your basic, basic potion brewers and herbal remedies. Um, you, you go in. It is a uh, there is a a, a half elf working that is very meticulously counting all of their items in their inventory in the back shelf as you come in. They go, oh, hello, hello. It's a older looking half elf male with a balding in the back of his head as you see him turn around. He's um, got these glasses on it. Ah, hi. Can I, can I help you? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I explain to the shopkeeper that I am um, in need of some aid for uh, a fallen lady, Luna Shattersphere. Uh, I am a druidic member of the Order of the Oak from up north, and I am in need of materials to provide aid to her. Um, Luke, Lady Shattersphere. Oh, um, I I can provide some some basic assistance right now. I'm really not the the best to do full on clerical treatment. You you probably want to take her to the um, to the the Divine Stacks. I'm sure the uh, the daughters of knowledge would be able to help you um, heal her to full capacity. But here, let me see. And he kind of goes back between his uh, between a shelf and starts pulling out a couple remedies, a few uh, natural herbs and uh, salves that kind of to patch up on her uh, cuts and bruises to um, some, some uh, oils to try and like wake her and bring her to a little bit. Uh, this, this won't bring her back to full health or full uh, consciousness exactly, but this should make her uh, easier to travel with, to, br- to bring her to medical uh, greater need. All right. Um, 
I, I uh, thank you for that. And I also that'll be uh, uh, th- three gold, please. I, I tell him to put it on um, Lady Shatter Spheres tab that she will be paying for this. Oh, I, I she hasn't been here in a while. I'll, I'll add that to her tab. Thank you. Uh, I also ask him tomorrow. if there's uh, before he goes. Yes. Uh, if there is anything um, while the uh, salve and herbs are appreciated, if there's anything um, more from outside of the walls, more uh, naturistic, uh, that ingredients that he'd be willing to lend as it's been a while since I've been out uh, to commune with nature and I I'm th- have the need for... Uh, that so what specifically are you trying to ask from him just rather than just like just random like random like out like uh like herbalism materials like what are you trying to do with this stuff um i don't know i I, there's just a a longing i i feel a a pulling or a nagging to be uh after that vision that i had with the uh With the uh, in the swamp, mm-hmm. and there was the reminder to uh, stay one with nature and not forget. I, I guess I'll explain to him uh, that I had this vision and that uh, I-, I-, I feel like I need something. I just not quite sure what it is. I there there is. Um, I don't have anything on me. I uh, my assistant hasn't returned from our. Uh, from our lab in quite a few days. Um, but the story of the swamp is in the your, your story of this swamp. It's maybe it's pure coincidence. I'm not one to believe in coincidences really. Um, but there is a, uh, an Oak, an Oak tree in this swamp marsh behind her lab. There's this moss that grows back there. And I'd sent him. I'd, uh, I'd sent him back out there nearly three days ago. It's a simple, simple trick, uh, a simple trek north of the, of the village. And you'll go straight into uh, the woods. If you'd be so kind to head out there and see what happens to him. By all means, please collect as much as you want from natural resources out there. Thank you, sir. I will um, uh, take my leave. And he just, he relatively lets you know that it is, uh, he has a alchemy lab, alchemical lab, that is roughly a day's north journey into the woods that are, um, let's see real quick, I have them up over here on map, into the... Uh, north into north of uh, into the woods that are north of the ho- Royal Hunts Grounds on your favorite okay. map. So uh, about a day's journey north into the woods, um, you'll find a uh, a chemical lab that is uh, tucked away in a clearing, and behind uh, you'll you'll find through the woods there is a clearing that you'll uh, find a trail that leads uh, deep into the woods. That has a swamp prior. Um, please come come back if uh, you need further assistance and help. Gives you and let you know. You're I, I could tell you're in a rush. 
right. And I'll head back towards the uh, Shatter Sphere's house. All right, cool. So you uh, run over to Shatter Sphere's house. You've got your uh, salves and uh, medicine, some natural remedies. Okay. Tending to her. Yep. All right, cool. So you're tending to her. Now they can crack open the battery. Good for it. All right, so what are you guys doing? I don't want to be wrong with that. I thought I was making a a thieves tool check to thieves tool check. Cry open. Yes, make thieves tool check for me. Grabarically inspired. What does that mean again? Oh, uh, you got a one d six. All right. I also believe in you. It has no effect. Damn it. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna add that d six. Um, so, plus, 21. One. Um, as you begin to crack, and uh, are you, what dagger, how are you cracking this open with the thieves tools? What exactly are you doing to kind of, uh, I have a set of like, this? uh, I have like a set of lock picks and like, files and stuff so i would assume just like prying them open so kind of sliding them in so um this uh metal uh stoned uh slabbed container heavy as hell um you upon have a close investigation you found a slight crack at the seam of where the where a lid is placed on it and you are taking your time with your file and your thieves tools kind of popping them in wedging them in twisting them a little bit Popping them in, wedging them, twisting them a little bit more. So using your psychic dagger to kind of slide them around, and you're starting to crack the seal on this uh, container. You feel um, there is a uh, faint, this uh, negative energy, this negative magic, this, this icky feeling, like really. You're feeling this come through as you're working around on it. I'm going to stop Benin. Finks. Like it's, it's the same feeling that Finks that you guys kind of got from being around it. Just as you're up close around it, it just feels like it's more intense. You need bigger tools on a hand of my mace. <laughs> no, I, I just got a bad feeling about this. Oh, but but we have to do it. We have to know. Why? I, I don't think anything's inside. There's something in there. I saw it. I don't think it's good. It doesn't matter. There's something in there, and I want to see it. What's the worst that could happen? I don't like it. Max, back me up on this. Um, Hmm. Well, I'm saying this all out loud. (laughs) I'm like, uh, huh. I feel like I should just I'm going to push it back down and close the lid back up and then just put it in my backpack for now. This, I will, I will say that this is too heavy to just throw in a backpack. If you want to backpack it, I'll let you attempt to put it in your backpack and everything, but you're going to make success. You're going to make strength checks to carry this thing. Oh, this is heavy. I'll, I'll just, Hold on. If we don't have hold on, they're not gonna. They're gonna be stuck in there. We need to help them. 
I yeah, I feel like there's a better way to do this though. Just try um, drop. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna use Tensor's floating disc and just have it hover around me for the next hour. Okay. Cool. So you summon Tensor's floating disc? Yeah, under the, the box that I've set back to reseal itself. Okay, cool. So you have Tensor's floating disc, it's on the ground. Next to you, three Lock feet sitting, off the air. Sitting on it. Or it's uh, three feet yeah. off the ground. Will the gem come out of the box? It is, uh, you don't know. It's set in uh, on the top of it, on the top of them, like this, on the lid. I've, we believe, tried to pry it out and didn't work. Uh, yeah, I believe someone said it was magically sealed in a way. Uh, or, or attached. It's being um, held to it by magic. Yeah, I got a crowbar. Does anyone have to spell magic? <laughs> we tried that. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, all right. I I want to probably break it. I I think we should do it somewhere else. Do we want to do it in the dark room at oh, yeah. the house? Oh, no. That seems like a terrible idea. Why? Because <laughs> then we won't have that house anymore if we need to vacate. That's our house, dude. We're not, we're, we're what if, what if we make an appointment house. and we take it to wherever you went? No. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what if, I'm just not doing that. What if I go? Um, I mean, why don't we just blow it up right here? Okay. This place is awful. I mean, it's someone's house. How long are you guys having this discussion for? How long are you guys waiting for this? I mean, we're just... It's it's been about 25 minutes or so. Open it. uh, I will do it if you do. I want to do it. I have to repry it now. Well, I still believe in you. All right. Thanks. (laughs) I assume I still have guidance. Do I need to make another check with these tools? Or how how long does I mean? Can't you just pop guidance as a cantrip? Yeah. Do you want guidance? Sure. No, it was was bardic inspiration. That's what I had. I don't know how long that lasts for. Yeah, you guys have you'd have it still if you haven't expanded. Okay. I guess I'll re-pry it open. All right, Anthony. Um, yeah, I I want to cantrip Mage Hand and just send it over to Remus, and just be like, I don't know if you need help. <laughs> so I don't know if that'll help at all. But what can it? What does it? What can it do? What can't it do? Um, what are its limitations? Is the question at hand. Says you can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door, or container, stow or retrieve an item from an open container, pour the contents out of a vial. You can move I, the hand up to thirty feet. Okay. It doesn't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds, but maybe it can help you. I guess I'll pry it, and then I'll back wall get far-ish away, and then we'll have it open the container. All right. I like that plan. I like that plan. Okay. Oh, God. So you all all back up away from it. Roll with advantage because uh, of the mage hand, I'll say. This entire um, time, by the way, Howard is going yeah, through Yeah, where is bodies. everyone, and what's everyone doing? I was going to say, Howard is going through bodies looking for a dagger while this is all 
going off. So if something explodes and I'm in the a, in the way, it's fine. Got it. Um, I'll uh, say each. Uh, make investigation check real quick. I got a nineteen, by the way. Nineteen. You start in, and um, you are getting there. You're making progress of it. It is not fully I, in yet, and your tools are kind of like working your way through. It's going to take multiple checks. It has a high. It has a high DC. I feel like once I got it far enough, I would use like a dagger to get more leverage on it, and then like try and keep ascending to like a short sword. Okay. Um, so what? Sense. What is? Yeah, no, that makes it makes makes a lot of sense. Uh, what are you? What a uh, dagger and what? What weapons are you using? Like, so what are you doing exactly? Are you just doing psychic daggers? Are you? What are you kind of pulling from here? I'm just using a regular dagger I have on me. Okay. Not like the cipher dagger or anything. Okay. Um, do you have a basic dagger? Yeah. Okay. All right. You use a basic dagger. Start prying and pushing it. Uh, make another check. I rolled a 14 on my investigation, by the way. Uh, you find two, two daggers. Sweet. One of them is a basic dagger. The second one is one of the spell cipher daggers, necromancer, all that kind of stuff. Same kit and caboodle. Um, on the handle of the dagger, on the pommel of it. No, the pommel's that. Uh, on the, the pommel's here, this part? The this hilt. Part. The hilt, that's what it is. The on the hilt, yeah. there is an S on it with a... Uh, Corresponding emerald gems within the circles no? of the asses. A little spacey. Um, what's your check? I got an 18 that time. 18? You're starting to push and make way with it. This is a uh, very delicate, with every move of sliding of the dagger, you can feel, um, you can just feel energy. You can't really tell what it is. It's kind of a mix of feeling of like kind of how your psychic blades feel. Almost like you're cutting through that as you're pushing and prying your way around with it. But it's taking time while you're cutting and moving uh, and pushing your, like pl- pulling the lid up. Slowly, uh, it, it hasn't fully broken it. open. So as you go to pull it up, there is like, um, so it's not just like the lid is open and you could see in it. It's like the lid and then the lid dips down. So like there is a, almost like a, a well, yeah, I'm, I would figure after this one, I'm, I'm backing up. Like we said, and we're just going to have the mage hand pull it open now. Okay. Um, so you've kind of started to break it. It hasn't broken full all the way, but you're slowly starting to lift it up where uh, it's, you're almost there. But it's still more checks. I turn to Remus. Okay. I say, I think I have an idea. Lower your tensors. We'll put this box on the floor. Mei-Chan still has the thing, right? Yeah. Summon a new tensors and send it in and use it like a like a lever. I can't do it. Like, well, you just kind of wedge it in there while the maid's hand's like holding it. I believe I can only do it once. Can you just slide it out? Can I? Ooh. Are there like, is it? Are there ridges? Like, is there? Because you said there was like a line. So does it go in a little bit? Yeah. So um, here, let me see. So, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna lower it like, uh, Paxton suggests, and then I'm gonna go on the outside, put the tensors between the lid and like the little gap I've created, and just try and raise the lid with tensors disc. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the mage hand will assist you. Yeah. So we'll have the disc on one side, mage hand on like the other three sides, hand in it. Physics. Okay. So I'm going to show you this is kind of how it roughly looks. So yep. Where the black is with the lead. As you go to pull it up, you see that around it, it also is like uh, in- indented. Yeah. So we're going to use the, the disc and uh, sensor's disc and uh, mage hand to try and uh, wedge it. Pop, pop the lid. Yep. Go under the lip and just lift it up. Okay, so give me a dexterity check. Give me a final dexterity check for kind of lifting the lid with the mage hand and kind of holding it and getting it there. The final lift. Yeah. You're about to do the... Uh, whoever wants to, I'll let you do it. Just one of you guys to make a dexterity check for the mage hand and then make a um, dexterity check to see if you can cast uh, tensors in time to catch it in have a well, so it's it's already up i'm just i'm dropping the box moving it over and then just like going up yeah but so when you go to drop it mage hand is only can only lift 10 pounds so the minute you drop tensor's disc or are you moving tensor's disc tensor's disc is just holding up the box right now correct so i'm lowering the the box to ground level moving the box to the, or the disc to the side going up the side of the box, going in the lip, and then trying to pop one side with the hand on the other. Okay, so here's the thing is, you can't raise Tensor's disc. But it th- floats three feet off the air, off the ground. So can you... Um, it can go up and down three feet. It's not up like and I down can... three feet. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, we could say that that works. Um, so make the final dexterity check for the mage hand with, the, with it, and then make a... Uh, We'll say well, we'll say that yeah, then that works. We'll see. Twenty-two. What is it? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. And with that, uh, you see this mage hand grasp the top of the lid, kind of holding it as it's pried open. It begins to be lower to the ground, uh, and you see the tensors just slide, move off, and slide it off to the side and go to lift it up. And as it is cracked. You all, need, uh, everyone within a, a five foot of this, I need you to make dexterity saving throws. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm upstairs. Five feet? Five feet within it. Oh, so if you're within right, five I'm, feet of it. I, I mage handed and backed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's um, a win. Isn't it? I'm over by the body, so I would assume that's more than five feet from the... I think I was, I was with uh, Hex, correct? We backed up, right? He, uh, yeah. Okay. Hacks backed up. Okay. So we'll say, uh, Remus, did you back up or did you stay up close to it? I was about 25 or 30 feet away. Feet? Okay, cool. Um, so as this blast of energy shoots out of this I'm box. Sorry, 20 the, feet. Oh, yeah, that's still, that's fine. So as you go to, as the lid is cracked on this container, the lid blasts off, flies backward as this beam of dark sickly necrotic energy shoots out of the box up into the ceiling and evaporates and just shoots out of the room through the ceiling just it doesn't make any it doesn't make any like a blast or any holes it just kind of like energy just phases out and beams out just power ranger style uh What does the gem look like? 
you walk over you walk over to yeah. the lid um picking it up the lid is this heavy probably weighs to be at least uh 20 30 pounds of just this metal concrete that is has this blue veins running through it of mithril um flip it over the uh the lid is actually cracked, and where the gem is, it is spiderwebbed, shattered. What well, do you guys just do? What else are you guys doing? I walk up and look for the coin. You see, the coin is um, faceless, dull. I pick it up and put it in my belly. Uh, this is an ordinary coin to you. That's fine to me. Anthony, can I can I investigate the the gem again? I want to look for the souls. Yep. Um. So here's the here's the other thing. So as you opened up and as you looked in this sealed container, you do see two things. Um. You see a bag of um. You see a. Uh, uh, a leather pouch that is like, zip tied shut with uh, almost this leather cording, um, and it has uh, has these sticks, uh, these like long uh, these long uh, hollow kind of like figures or sh- sticks or bones or something inside this pouch. And as well as next to it, you see a uh, broken, shattered medallion that is uh, very almost identical to the one that Howard was wearing on his uh, that on his chest, as well as a, a golden wraith, almost like a um, a flower, almost like a golden flower crown of leaves that are like dipped in gold, uh, shattered, and almost like the golden flowers are wilted. And drained of their energy or energy or magical property. Make an Arcana check. Thinks if you want, make another uh, investigation check for the gem. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a nineteen for that. Nineteen. Uh, this gem looks empty and looks like a shattered glass crystal. Does it come off now? Yeah, it pops out of out of place. And I'm gonna hold on to that. Shattered and bro- it's spiderwebbed and broken, and, and have little cracks within it. Um, I, I have the spell mending the the cantrip, and it basically fixes little things like this, but it doesn't restore the magic. This is purely um, a crystal, basically the the equivalent of this glass crystal, sand crystal, like almost like a sand beach crystals you know piece of glass okay. shard of sorts i still want it yeah cool no, you got it it's uh you see the spider webs are the cracked are kind of sealed up now but not entirely gone but the actual like crack is mended together okay. uh ricky or remus arcana check oh uh That's going to be a 16. 
you're getting the, the sense that um, the magical energy and presence within these items uh, were shot from uh, this box and were taken. So these items are no more magical. Hmm. Weird. Did the coin do anything when I put it in my stomach? Nothing at all. It was just a, it's a gold coin. It like, it doesn't even officially like, it doesn't essentially really go in. It doesn't kind of like, it gets refused. It's kind of like, yep. It's kind of like you, you try to pop in the Canadian coin in the, in the uh, vending machine. Gotcha. I told you we shouldn't have broken it. Or you guys were supposed to do other stuff to it before doing what you did. So what do you guys want to do? Um, I want to quickly say a uh, prayer, a blessing for the souls that escaped that they find where they're supposed to be. Um, So I will be doing weird goblin things in the corner. Don't mind me. Got it. You're doing some little goblin rituals. You do see, um, during these rituals, or during this little ritual, um, in each corner of the pane glass windows that you can kind of see that you do kind of catch out the corner of your eyes, um, this eeriness that was there before is still there and it's present, but it doesn't have so much as an evil intent as what anymore. It's just some things are dark and eerie, and that's what this room is, but you can still see this fey moonlight shining through uh, from the windows hitting you <laughs> during this. Go on, Hacks. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure we just fed a phylactery. That that seemed bad. <laughs> I thought we broke a phylactery. No, this is the thing that fed the phylactery. Yeah, but if we broke it, doesn't it not eat? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. The, that, that beam of energy looked... I'm just thinking like bird feeder logic. Like you, you, feed a, you put a bird feeder out, you feed the bird, you take it away, the bird doesn't eat. I'll buy that. <laughs> I, I am frustrated. I am upset with the box. I take my faceless coin and put it in my pocket. Um, where did Azoth go? Uh, Azoth is upstairs tending to Luna Shadowsphere. Oh, no. I... Oh, sorry. You call your back now? Yeah, I'm up there. Yeah, you carried her up there, and um, as you're using the salves and oils, wow, you're able to, like, one of the um, oil rubs is kind of like almost like a vix, kind of like this really menthol-y smell. When you're putting it above her uh, lip underneath her nose, she's kind of like waking up a little bit, but it's just enough for, like, you kind of wake her up, stumble her to the stairs, and then she gets, she walks up them, and then she gets up into the layer, she kind of like falls down again, and you put a little more to her and kind of get her up, and she kind of is able to move a little bit, but then, like, she feels tired and kind of has to lay down and rest again. But she's not responsive as far as answering questions. She is... Okay. Uh, I'll be walking her essentially. Alright. Um, so, um, I'll head back downstairs. Okay. Um, I'll ask him what happened while I was gone. Tell him she's upstairs resting. Hopefully she'll be uh, able to answer any questions soon. 
Um, what's in the box? Not much now. <laughs> Nothing anymore. Yeah. Because you missed all that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Um, so can I investigate the box and see what's in there? Yeah. You look in the box, you see this um, broken, shattered pendant, just like the with the heart. The one, uh, one that Howard has, you see a bag, uh, almost like a silk pouch uh, with this like silk cord on it. Um, and it feels like almost as if uh, sticks or bones or uh, little trinkets inside of it. Okay. And uh, you see a golden wreath flower crown that. Do I recognize the crown? This is what you came for. Oh, shit. It is wilted. The uh, flower petals dead um the gold has lost its luster and shine and it even has like it's starting to de-petal and like the leaves are falling off of it it's kind of just a little bit of thorns now um i hold it up and say guys i uh think i messed up this is what i was looking for uh i'm pretty sure my tribes are going to try and kill each other now well, Binks uh, can fix it, and I'm gonna cast mending on it. Um, it starts to mend where the uh, some of the cracks within the leaves that start to wilt down start to unfold and spread out to appear as if with life, but there is a, a magical life, or there is a magical energy that is not there within this item. And hey. just like with mending, it's just it's not the right. same. I'll um I'll hold on to it regardless. I'll put it in my bag and I'll uh take the bag as well, the bag of bones or sticks, whatever it is, and uh, I want to investigate that further too. What okay. if we take it to the uh that altar that was in the house? We can go do that as well. Do you think it would help uh re regain some magic for that item for your tribe? Worth a shot. Can't hurt. We should bring that gem too. Oh, by the way, there's a lich. <laughs> and then I I explain the whole lich story to him in shorthand. Wait, what? Was what they were attempting to do maybe create a lich right then and there? Maybe, but we need to find out from her. Yeah, but oh wait, why is she still alive? Isn't she one of the bad guys? I kind of saved her, so I, I turned into a rat, and Howard threw me at her, and then I bamfed back into me, and she was being mind-controlled, and I ripped the mind-control off, and she passed out. So she's good, but she wasn't good. Okay. Is Jarrell dead? Uh, Jarrell's uh, a bloody mess. That pile of pulp is Jarrell. Howard kind of just kept going with his, his staff. He just yes, he got a lot of that. red on his yellow coat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a little carried away. Um, it won't happen again. Right, Howard's coat is like burned and singed with fire, uh, burn and scorch marks. And looking over at Howard now, you see that he looks like he just walked out of like Slasher House Seven, like covered in blood. Like, you, like you went to town on his face, and just... that's awesome. Can I investigate the bag? Nice pull. Yeah. Um. You open the bag and you see a mix of uh, um, bones that have uh, 
almost this burnt uh, tarnish to them. And they look like small, like, animal bones. I'm going to keep that. Got it. I'll throw it on my hip. And the pouch is about... About a softball in size. About this big? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, about that size. Yeah, I'll throw it on my hip. Nice uh, leather cord is on it. Uh, got a little clasp holding it. Oh. Figure out what that is. All right. So, you guys have the busted box. What do you guys want to do? You guys are in here. Where you guys go from here? I'm going to Eldritch Blast the corpse of Jarell, whatever's left of him. Hits blast. Gore smears. I really hate that guy. We should probably, you, Me too. We've got however long it takes until Luna regains consciousness. I know, Ricky, you checked out the one tower. We should loot the house. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> we should say the same thing. We should investigate. Oh, yes. <laughs> we should investigate the house. Exactly. Yes. If you, Remus is very skilled at investigating <clears throat> houses. So, I was just thinking of something. If I if I short rest, which counts as a long rest for me because I have trance, mm-hmm. I can use, um, where is it, Song of Rest and give her 1d6 hit points. Okay. So, if I just, like, go into trance, I can play my little song, go into trance for four hours, and when she wakes up, or whatever, she's going to get 1d6 hit points right now. Okay. Um, All right. So I'm going to go up there and do that. All right. What instrument do you begin to play and do a trance to perform for her? Or how do you perform bardically? So I just pull out my pan flute and I'm just like, (laughs) like, I just, I rock some Kenny G type shit. And then I give her four hit points and slip into a trance for the next four hours. Got it. Um, for a second, I thought you were going to say, like, hot cross buns. It was like, beep, beep, beep. It's, beep, on a rec- it's not a fan. It's a, rec- it's a recorder. <laughs> it's just a recorder. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, you play this little jam, this little diddly on the, on the little pan flute. It's impressive. Um, she's non-responsive from this. And okay. You performed your trance. You go into your four-hour... Short rest. What's everyone else doing there in the, during this? Assuming we're all back up on the first floor. Mm-hmm. You're all up on the first floor. What, what's, the, what's the game? What's the go-to plan? There's three towers left to check out, guys. And who knows what else is in here, but there's at least the three towers. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like you guys, Ricky, you, or Remus, you at least did a, did a quick run, didn't you? I did one. I, I just did the one I came in. Just the one you came in? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so there is uh, Ricky K. Uh, Remus came in the. Uh, if you're looking at the house, he came in the tower to the back of the house to the left. So there are the two towers to the corner, on both sides of like the entrance door, and then one to when you walk in the house to the right. All if you all just go on up there and just take the time. Uh, roll investigation checks. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go yeah. one tower at a time all together. Tarot card. 
All right, so um, yeah, I mean, if if Haxon's doing this rest and taking the time to heal her, we we've got the time to do it. I'd rather not split up as well. Okay, um, paintings. Give me a uh, advantage. <laughs> give me advantage. Uh, investigation checks. Whoever wants to do the investigation. Uh, I got a sixteen. I got a uh, unnatural twenty. Okay. Um, you go up the uh, what corner? What tower do you go to? Start the other uh, back. Yeah, I was gonna say the other, the back right one. Um, you go through this. There are a lot of sealed cases that are all uh, written in uh, draconic. Like a lot, uh, these rooms that you keep going up into, they're all the same as the is the one that Remus had busted into. Circular tower chamber. Uh, 10 feet in, or not 10 feet, like 15 feet, 15 feet in uh, diameter going around. So you got a little bit of space. Um, and it's all got these giant crates that are all sealed to the T, like magically sealed. Uh, looking at them, you can see there's enchantments and runes kind of etched on these uh, shipping crates. Uh, there is a couple... Um, Delivery orders written in draconic on them. Uh, Howard, just knowing you and knowing your the eyes of the runekeeper, you're gonna you're gonna look at what it's who it's directed to and what's from. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are addressed to Luna, Lady Shattersphere, from uh, Dracani of the uh, Scale Court. And the postmarked is from uh, Drakterra. Drakterra? Yes. Let me pull up the spelling for you. So Dracani from Drakterra. Yep. Dracani from Drakterra. Dracani is D-R-A-C-N-E-E. Or Dracani. D-R-A-C-A-N-E-E. Uh, Drakterra is D R A C T E R A. Okay. And when I say scale, um, the scale court. All right. What does every manifest say in Draconic? No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to make you do that. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of it is just uh, basic stock supplies um, that are just. Uh, I mean, if you're looking at it, the majority of it is all uh, a magically uh, brought in. It's uh, dragon manure for the majority of it. It's just kind of like shipment for ingredient materials coming in. And then uh, there's a couple that are unmarked that are just from her. All right. So I'm going to tell everybody it's basically uh, dragon shit and... Uh, not sure what these ones are over here, but uh, these are all addressed to Luna Shattersphere, and I have a feeling like they might be better use with us. These are giant, like, these crates that you're looking at that are addressed to just, that are unmarked of what they are. They Mm -hmm. are roughly four foot in width, five foot high crates. Like, these are huge, giant delivery crates. So I'm going to walk over to the one crate that's unknown. Okay. Or somewhat unknown. Um, and kind of look at it. Can I figure out like the runes if it's Make, sealed um, magically or what? 
I'll let you do either a history or a arcana check. All right, I will do arcana. Uh, that is nineteen. Nineteen. Um, these runes are uh, marked with warding of protection for on uh, eyes that are not meant to be seen by. So kind of like a, you know, unless you're the person that's dressed you, you're not gonna be able to get into it. And uh, they look pretty heavy duty. All right. So I think there's something in this particular crate that's not meant for us to see. So I'm actually feeling quite loved by my patrons somehow. I'm going to dispel magic on the crate. All right. Make, go for dispel magic. You're going to have to make a roll against it. Because mm-hmm. what, what level are you casting at? Uh, well, I just do with my attack uh, DC and then whatever the level is of the spell on the crate. If it's third or lower, it's dispelled. Mm-hmm. If it's four or higher, then I have to roll that plus the spell level. Got it. Go for it. Yep. So I rolled. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, 17. Uh, you don't see a difference to this. This still looks like it's got some magic aura around it. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to table this one and come back to it. Okay, mark it. Go Ooh, to mark actually, it. Actually, I go to mark it, but then like midway through, I stop. I put that plain dagger away, and I grab out the siphon dagger. And I stab it. Does it drain any magic? Bring no. the runes. Bring the not runes. That, uh, not, not, if, it, if anything has happened, you do not perceive it. You would not okay. know. I would, I would assume that uh, you would have been told by the party that you have to attune to the dagger and the necklace. Like the, the attunement oh, requirements okay. to it. So you can use the dagger, but it is a necromancer uh, requirement. Hmm. I'm still going to make a marking in there. Howard okay. was here. Do it. Okay. Um, you do that. The other towers. Go to the other towers. Uh, make investigation checks for the two different towers real quick. You guys, whoever wants to do them, do it with advantage or two people roll. Take the higher of it. Someone call it out. Uh, 17 for my first one. That's with advantage. 17 with advantage. Okay. Um, with the 17s, nothing in the next tower. Same, same thing. Very familiar. Uh, packages, shipping. Lot, she has a lot of uh, products. Uh, the second tower is not from Dracterra. Instead, you see that this is a package from Mestafar. Uh, and uh, in the one tower, when you walk into the house to the left, and the uh, all the all the packages are listed from Mestafar. Uh, again, same highly warded, uh, don't open style. Uh, you do notice that there is is persistent, um, chilled, uh, almost like a snowy uh, snow, like almost like a snow petals and like just faint layer of snow is on top of the boxes. Just you can tell from this, whatever magic is emanating from this box. 
Let me see that this is here. Uh, unmarked, unnamed from who it's from, just a uh, postage uh, return address from the uh, high count from the uh, high council of Mustafar. And then in the uh, final room, if you guys want to do investigation checks. Mm-hmm. I rolled a 19 for that one. 19 for that one. Uh, this one is for a... Uh, this is outgoing poke, uh, packages that it is marked from Lady uh, Lunasta. And she shall be sending them to... Uh, Port Brosega. And just uh, walking into this tower, this is uh, it, there. You, you can take in the aroma of spices and uh, uh, herbs and incenses of a Caribbean type and style where it's this um, Chilean spices. you're getting from this package you just you can smell this like whatever's in these boxes this is uh ingredients or possibly food who knows but you're going to be shipping that out somewhere bombs (laughs) bombs in the pie so we can't attempt to open these or something bad will happen if we do um you can attempt to open them but they are magically warded so like they're to if you want to open them up the dcs are high these I'll are all like wooden, uh, wooden crates sealed completely, markings with you know, kind of like a fragile, uh, fragile, fragile. This side, fragile. <laughs> this side up, if you see it written in common, these big giant uh, four foot crates uh, in width, in, uh, in width, come off the ground four feet. Um, some you know, of them Remus, I think you're larger. Something. There was uh, dragon shit in the other box, and if they're mixing it correctly, I think they're trying to make some napalm or some kind of... Making uh, bombs. Were yeah. there explosions the day you guys all got attacked? There were. I think so, yeah. Sure. Yes! <laughs> you, you mean, you, I, mean, I mean, you guys do recall that there was a series of explosions on the day that you guys all were collected and brought forth everyone in Brinespell. There were explosions in the distance. Anthony, how do the, uh, you said this is outgoing mail. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it just like written on the crate somewhere where it's supposed to go? Yes. It Can is I... uh, written on the top, kind of like on the top of, uh, not even just on the top of them all. On each crate in various places, just kind of like where they, wherever it was slapped, there is almost a glued parchment of like a manuscript of uh, kind of like a postage stamp address, like to, from, contents if it's listed. So, so what I'm, I'm getting at is you can change what's written there. Yeah, you mean you could. I mean, you'd have to erase or correct what was already written, but I mean, you could easily write something different. And we do have a permanent address at that estate. I'm just saying, if we want anything sent to us, that's here. Maybe we can get it to that house. I do like our house. Our house. I too am uh, growing quite fond of it. Do we even know the address to our new house? Uh, it's the I forgot the name of the family, but the estate. 
It's at uh, 2406 Military Road, uh, where you can also find Yugi Games in Niagara Falls, New York at 14304. Head on over there. They are are one of our sponsors for uh, podcasters, as well as the other podcasts that come out of the podcast precinct from the network at uh, BICBP-radio.com. Head on over there. Get some video games. Support local shops when you can. And uh, yeah, guys, check out Yugi Games, 2406 Military Road back to this uh you do not know the address though of your house nor if you spoke why do you say it like that it's our house i'm just gonna cross it's our house i'm just gonna take some some ink and a pen and and cross it off and and write two finks and let's just see what happens okay so you write this on this uh how big of a box what box are you looking for is there anything Uh, specific you guys in the the spice room so any specific box you're looking for, is there a sp- uh, there's boxes of various sizes, crates, anything like any spells specifically you're looking for? Any, what are you looking for? Free stuff. Random. Uh, all right, cool. You find a hefty looking box about uh, three foot in width and it is uh, five foot tall. There is a label slapped right in front of your face. It is a, uh, addressed uh, to Lady Luna or it's addressed from to Lady Luna and it will be shipped to the uh, the uh, poor Prosega uh, what do you wish to do you, do you wish to address it to Finks at Port Prosega or are you going to try and alter mm-hmm. this what are you trying to do uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to put like attention Finks attention underneath Finks. the port cool sweet just see what happens. I don't know. Sick. Someone's gonna get a package book. What the hell? But should right, we so do you... things or should we address it to the Fable of Five? Get your own box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, walk over on a on a different package, Fable of Five. Okay. All right, you guys are up here. What are you guys doing? Checked it. There's nothing of uh, magical value to take or steal if that is what you're looking for. Long. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Short answer. Wait there is nothing to take from this. So you guys have. She doesn't have a treasure room in her house. Not yet. Not as. Of She's this. a lady. Not as of this. She has an official title. She How does. dare she? She's a poor person. Boo. <laughs> Let's go back and check on her and Haxon. Uh, <gasps> I'm sorry. No, you're good. You go back. Uh, about an hour or so later after running through and checking and uh, hanging out and kind of discussing plans. Uh, Haxon, it's now four hours up. You come come out of your trance. Lady Luna's passed out there. Unresponsive still, just staggered breathing, doing better than she was. She's not bleeding out anymore. She's stabilized, but still knocked out. I'm, uh, I'm good to fast forward until she wakes up if you guys are. Nothing else is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long are you going to wait here until she wakes up? Because it's not going to be just a simple wake up. So how long do you wait? Because, uh... Can we, like, poke her? You poke her? You wait, you wait, I'll say, I could say, uh, you guys wait for five hours, six, she's unresponsive, she's just laying there, stabilized. Do we want to bring her back to our house? Oh, keep her house. in the dark room. 
We, we can weekend at Bernie's her to get her there. Yeah. <laughs> we can make it look like she's awake or just drunk. I'm for it. <laughs> if it's you know what? if it's gonna be more than a day, I tell them about the uh the uh, the daughters of knowledge, the divine stacks, and this alchemy lab, and that I can uh, it's about a day's travel north of the town, and I can see if I can get somebody to come back and maybe speed up the process so we can really get down to the uh, the gem, the box, the packages, and everything else. If we want to go that route, if anybody wants to uh, come with or well. So you've been here the longest, right, Asaf? Yes. What exactly does Lini shoot Luna Shattersphere do? Uh, that is a great question. Let me tell you all about it. Uh, make a history check. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what you know about her. Uh, let's see here. Fourteen. 14. All right. Let me get my notes. Hold on. Where the hell were they? Yeah. <laughs> her notes. Sit down, children, while Uncle Azos spins you a tale. <laughs> it be as uh, divine as Haxon's musings. However, I am I am known to uh, to spit a bit. Well, I'm going to pull out the old, uh, the old loot and give you a little backup music to set the scene. I feel like we're all sitting in a circle. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm all, like, like cross-legged, like around waiting. Yep, he's also sitting on top. You hear a bling. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm trying to find where my notes are. Hold on, one second. I have her listed. Okay. Um, you do know that. character sheet over here. Let me pull her up real quick. All right. So what you do know of her is that she is a part of the High Council for Brinespell. She is their Arc uh, uh, Diviner. Diviner. And uh, she is a established adventurer. Uh, she is a half-elf, as you can now tell, looking upon her. Respectively, with her age, uh, she for half elf years she is fifty seven. She's in her fifty seventh year. In the elven uh, human maturity uh, ratio, she's in her late twenties, uh, essentially. And she had very early, very short, uh, highly um, unexpected success. So she would go on her journeys and travels and her adventures and do these crazy missions that people were not expecting her to complete. And she came back kind of like basically your Princeton All-Star, where you know, to be at her age, be at her Excel, Excel level, it's unheard of. So they have her as their arc diviner that helps in foreseeing um, uh, foreseeable threats, uh, threats that will come to Brian's spell. Um, you would know... She uh, is known to have uh, a fascination with the Feywild. She is a proprietor of uh, political relations 
that she will use to better herself and plan within uh, her visions that she foresees. So her whole plot is that when you've picked up on her personality and what her whole end game or what her whole goal is that she'll build uh, these political relationships uh, to make sure that her visions that she's seeing is coming true. Kind of like uh, the minority style she, or minority report. She sees what's going to happen. Let me just make sure that I'm there and I'm laying it out to make sure what I want does or doesn't happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my story. That's all about Lady Lunar's atmosphere. That's all you can tell from her. You weren't yeah, specifically probably, you know, up with her and her stuff, but that is her. So she can see the future? In short, yes. But, so she, but this happened to her? That I don't know. So she wants to be here. I'll tell you she did. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll do some cleric spells and try to get her up. Okay. Healing, see if there's any what if, effect. What if she was in the gem and because all the stuff got sent out, she's just like a husk? I mean, she's breathing, right? Yep, she's breathing. She's yeah, a, but, uh, Essentially, she's at her death saves. She's like, yes, you've pumped some healing spells into her. She's not making death saves, but she's just kind of just stasis. She's a, comatose. She's a vegetable. Kind of comatose, basically. Comatose. That's what I was saying. So, like, what if her soul was in there because she died and we accidentally put it in there or something? And because the energy shot into the sky, she gone. No. Can I, can I do the detect magic ritual on on her body and see if there's any like spells or anything affecting her. Um, yeah, do it. I, I do it. You do to detect magic and did there's a, a faint uh, resonating of like a necromantic energy. Okay. And like it's wearing off, but... Can I attempt to dispel that? Yeah. Alright. So higher than level three? Nope, we'll say uh, within the cast, the remnants of it, it's kind of like a, it, it kind of like, kind of like breaking and uh, breaking the fear and sweating it out. Okay. Kind of remove the, whatever uh, remaining necromancy magic is here is gone. But uh, still down. Breathing sounds a little more stable, but still down completely. Can I make a medicine check to see what needs to happen next? Yeah, make a make a medicine check. Um, that is a nine. Nine. Uh, I mean, with just ba- your basic cleric training and knowledge, you would say you could see that she is stable, and that she is not in any more harm. But she would need the attention of higher level clerics moving okay. forward for this. Just well, I've done all I can do, um, aside from trying those mushrooms, but everyone seems to not like when I try to use those to help people. Um, so we should take her somewhere else. All right. If you guys get her back to the house, I can go find the Daughters of Knowledge, as well as the uh, alchemist assistant who might be able to help us out. Daughters of Knowledge? Are at the Divine Stacks, which with which are within the our uh, Academia district of the city. 
of Brian Spell. Um, they're over in the higher uh, court. They're uh, at the divine stacks, which are actually the uh, the church, the temple of the page reader. We should bring her there together. I don't want anyone to know about our our house. Okay. Is the altar at our house? Yes. yes. Oh, let's try to put her on the altar. See what happens. It's up to you guys. That's not a bad idea. idea. And then we'll put her on the altar. Right. I don't care what happens to her after that. I need to know what was going on with this with this factory battery. Yeah, I'm more curious how I'm more curious how to work this uh, siphoning magic for research purposes. Oh, I I just explained it to him. Like the dagger and the necklace, how they work together. Perfect. Howard, you already have the necklace, don't you? Oh, I sure do. Here, take this. Take the dagger. I don't need it. Which the necklace you have now is the 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 necklace you now are wearing is the original necklace you had found. Oh, initially from the caves. This is the same one. This is that very familiar that. One that you had pulled off of Jarrell's body. Okay. He's not wearing it right now. He just had it like in his little coat pocket. Okay. But this is yeah. the one that you have. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're going to go to the stacks. Yep. All right. So you guys make your way up through the stacks. Um, Azoth, you're able to maneuver your way through the city. Uh, make your way um, traversing through the mid district, through the markets. Uh, past the spell swords where you see Grim is now uh, talking to a bunch of uh, uh, spell swords that are out in front of the barrack area. Looking down at you, kind of nodding, seeing you're carrying uh, a body. Uh, You see uh, Kelna kind of coming up, limping next to him. She uh, twirls her hands and starts to cast a uh, cantrip and you hear Azoth Within, uh, I'm sorry, you hear Howard within your head. Um, Thank you for that. Uh, I don't think I would have made it out without you. Uh, Please, when you guys are done, stop by. Oh, we most certainly will. I appreciate that. And cool. You guys walk past and head over to the uh, the Divine Stacks. Uh, You walk up to a... Uh, pristine looking cathedral where you guys had been jumping in and out of this broken down kind of ramble shaveled uh, church. This has high, nice uh, white polished walls, brick stones, constructing this large extravagant uh, temple of sorts uh, doors looking uh, nice, big, rich and uh, dark wooden stained with a big knocker on them. Two big, uh, like kind of like, like you know, like, nor- like door knockers. The uh, paned window glass atop of the uh, door is in front of you. You walk up to it. Uh, this part of town you do see too is uh, as you walk up to this to the temple, there is a polished. There, almost positive, there is a uh, there is a uh, pool or a um, pond. Oh, let me see real quick because I'm here. Uh, let's see. 
right there, I have it. Yes. So as you walk over to it uh, in front of the temple, to, uh, so if you're looking at the map of Brian's Belts to the far left, to the far left lower part of the map to on the wall, there are these uh, pools of ponds of fountains in front of the church uh, as you come walking up to it. It's got these large uh, stacks in the back of it. You guys just walk straight up and up and into it. Howard will walk right up to the door, grab both of the knockers, and (laughs) with the it opens up from the inside for you. Uh, There is a, the minute you walk in, you hear a librarian style noise as a uh, as a woman in a cloaked kind of like clergy looking member comes walking by with a stack of books in her arms please how we how how may we oh uh looking right past you i didn't mean uh looking past you she goes introducing she uh, stammers as she sees uh a body who how are you guys carrying lady by the way i was thinking weekend at bernie style Weekend at Bernie style. Um, make deception check, please. Um, As you have her slung over your shoulders and are walking kind of with her in a pile. A seven. <laughs> Pretty good. You got through the majority of the city without anyone noticing, but now this, uh, this, uh, you see a, um, This uh, tiefling, this tiefling uh, that is in the clergy, ropes, ah, please, please, bring her in, bring her in. Uh, how, how, how do you do? My, I'm daughter Roland, daughter Roland. Um, please, she needs medical attention. And starts ushering you uh, this party into this great hall. Do all comply? Yeah, yeah. I, address, I address her uh, as a. Uh, as a, she would reckon, well, yeah, I dress her as a uh, uh, former druidic acolyte uh, and announce that Jarell has been defeated and she does need immediate medical attention now. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you, what you mean of this Jarell being defeated. What, what do you mean defeat? None, we'll, we'll sidebar that. For another, for after this, um, please hurry. And uh, she leads you down a series of uh, halls to a examiner room that has a bed in it, uh, a uh, almost like apothecary type desk to like kind of fix up medical uh, herbs and salves, and even got a little couple of potions and uh, relics on them, like little uh, statues and little symbols of female figures uh, carved out of like little wooden carvings. Um, Howard, I will say this, uh, you all following her through this, down this main corridor into the chapel, um, you are seeing, so instead of rows of pews as a normal chapel, which you do see are rows stacked to the left and right of you, are stacks of library books, tall, to the the top of the room, think, uh, like, great, great library style, just stacked with books of robes certain aisles of books are roped off and sectioned off other ones have clergy members just kind of sitting down at reading study desks in between 
different um, different libraries or different uh, stacks and are sitting down doing their own study and research and make a, make a perception check, Howard. Perception is where is my perception? Twelve. Twelve. Um, just, just, just by you quickly looking by uh, during some of these uh, aisles that are kind of carted off and sectioned off, there are members within them that are there when they're studying. They kind of do look over at you as your walk being brought down and twisted between uh, a hallway, down around and around a hallway. You do see a section before before being carted down into the room uh, from uh, Daughter Roland. There is a uh, like a central place of worship. It appears where there's a, a floor matting for like a cross-legged sitting type of a congregation, mm-hmm. and you even see um, one a, another hooded figure, a uh, elven-looking uh, woman that is reading from a book to a group of children kind of in a fantastical motion that as she sees you, she kind of hushes tones and kind of grabs their attention. And as she watches you all walk by, she begins to picks her story up again. Um, Is there a point like where I walk behind her, but the kids see me? Say it again? Is there a point like where I'm walking behind her, but the kids can still see me? So like uh, as you're being led by lady, uh, uh, daughter Cora, I'm sorry, uh, daughter Roland through like, down aisle, down like uh, down the main hall, where these yeah, like am I walking like past behind her where she doesn't see me, but like the kids are facing towards me, walking behind her. You want us kind of depart off from the group as they're being led? No, he's asking. Our, so, like, is our hallway is he like if he looks over, is he looking into the kids' faces or is he looking in behind her- the kids' faces? That's the thing. Uh, okay. uh, behind the kids so they don't see you but she's looking over and she's trying to keep their attention as she okay. sees you all walking by and she clearly sees a body being kind of like walked with she's trying to keep okay. their kids attention so they don't see what's happening behind them as you walk around and scoot off down in a different hallway okay never mind then we'll keep walking mm-hmm. yep and uh she leads you into uh this this kind of like this room she's here please lay her down here and uh she has pulls out and uh uh clear some stuff off of a bed and you guys begin to set her down on the bed and she begins to kind of like start doing a, like a medical checklist, doing a triage of casting certain spells and doing some examinations and begins doing some enchanting, uh, goes over to the desk and starts pulling out some saws and pulling out a, pot, uh, a little holy symbol and kind of like swirls it around and sees a, a glowing emanate and grabs books and she starts to kind of go in touch. She goes, please, what happened to her? I uh I show her the the collar the that I ripped off her. <sighs> Some dark magic. It's interesting. It's someone that would to someone that wouldn't know her any better, they'd think that's something she'd actually wear too. That's dark though. Um, please put that down here. You don't want to be messing with this. She puts that yeah. down on the table, and she just kind of starts to uh, lay out crystals around it and pulls out a page of holy text and she just starts kind of reading and uh, doing some basic um, stabilization magic. You see her. Go on. I was going to say, during that time, Howard's going to walk back to where he saw the stack of books earlier. 
mm-hmm. and he's going to start rummaging through that and seeing what he can find. Yeah. So, um, so when I'm saying like you see stacks, I mean stacks of like the idea of like a you go walking through a library and like there's like the individual like aisles of like in between the stacks. Yep. So you're you're going to go with like through like the basically the library shelves. You're going. Yeah, like I'm going to walk back to like near the beginning where I saw mm-hmm. all that stuff and I'm just going to go through the shelves and go through the books. Where are you going? What are you looking for? Are you, um, are you anything specifically non-specific, vague terminology? Give me some. Uh, anything in regards to either Carcosa or anything to deal with like the siphoning magic. Okay. Um, necromancy in general. Okay. No children's reasons. Make a investigation check. All right. Uh, Nine. Um, You start to begin to look through books and pulling over and pull out this big old leathery looking tomb, thinking it may look old and have something you pull it open and it's just a a manuscript to... Uh, forging steel and forging uh basically like uh forging a sword put it back pull out another one and looking over and this is a uh, a tinkerer's guide to building a uh to uh making boots of haste uh and you kind of cool nope put it back looking through and looking through and you don't find any books that mention carcosa um are you being stealthy quietly or are you just kind of just aimlessly looking? What, what's oh, going on? I'm aimlessly looking. Okay. Um, yeah. So, with with uh, within time of you looking, there is a you hear a. <clears throat> can, can I help you? And uh, you turn around and see a older looking elf figure. Uh, in in the cloaks and like the same clergy robe that is just very plain, very basic, uh, simple. Um, uh, this simple uh, purple color color robe, and she is a uh, elf figure with this uh, nice brunette uh, or not brunette. This nice black uh, hair tucked nicely in the bun in a bun behind her. She is uh, probably in her mid. Human years, we'll say 40s. Um, her voice is a little cracked and tired, uh, worn and sore. And please, um, daughter Cora, may I help you? Shh, this is a library. <laughs> um, are you looking yes. for anything specific? Actually, yes. We, uh, I don't know if you noticed, we brought our friend that was badly. Uh, injured and hurt uh, to be healed here and I'm looking up to see any kind of research about necromancy or phylacteries or type of dark magic something that we can use to combat it um let me see how you can can I get your name by the way I I'll see what we have but um we don't just give out and loan books on dark evil magic like that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my name is Howard. Um, but if you need to double check, uh, Kelnak, if you know Kelnak, uh, sent me in regards for this as well. Ke- Kelna. Kelna. 
Yeah. Kelna, um, okay. Uh, do per dis, do, do a deception check with advantage. <laughs> nice. Uh, 24. Ah, oh, I, I will, um, I can go see what we have. Uh, I'll see what we have and I can, uh, for surely, surely put them on hold for Kelna. Uh, if she needs to pick them up. Uh, uh, that That's also why I'm here too on her behalf to pick yes. that stuff up for her. Oh, oh, um, of course. Uh, let me, let me go see what we have. Do we have any, any, anything else? Um, she begins to walk off. Anything else, Bill? Um, you also wouldn't happen to know anything about Carcosa by chance, would you? Um, her, she kind of looks like this, like puzzled mint, and she, I'm, I'm never. The name, nah, yeah, no, the name, the name doesn't bring up anything to her. Uh, do you, do you know what, um, the name? She doesn't recognize the name. Uh, what is it? Is it a? It's, from my understanding, is it a land? Place. It's a place or land. I'm not quite sure. I'm trying to learn about it. Hmm. Let me go see what I have in the back. Okay. And uh, she goes off searching. She walks off down a, a series of halls between stacks and shelves and, or not shelves, but uh, rows of books and between bookshelves and going up and down, weaving through, kind of looking. Um, pulls, comes back. Uh, roughly 20 minutes later. Are you waiting in? Are you waiting in between the bookshelves, looking around, or yeah. are you? Yeah, we kind of like browsing through as I'm waiting for her to come back. Okay, um, as you're browsing through, you see a uh, a dis- uh, disgruntled looking um, uh, another disgruntled looking elf. This uh, woman is uh, uh, she is younger in her. Uh, early, early 20s in appearance of human, just kind of relation years. And she is arguing with a uh, an, another older looking woman, uh, lady of the, lady of the uh, daughter of knowledge. Um, this is, uh, she's arguing with an older half-orc as she's uh, declaring that she has to leave. I have to leave. They need my help. Uh, Back home, they, they're being attacked. I, I, I know I agreed to stay, but please, can, can someone not award me leave? And it's this orc, uh, half-orc, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, Mila, I, I appreciate your hard work and effort, but when you make a commitment, to the, especially to the mother, we need work here. You, we can't just award you to go. It's a commitment when you agree to stay. If you leave, you'll never, you'll be banished. And I, I mean, I know your, your father, he, did a, he went to a lot of great lengths to make sure you were accepted into here to the study. She's, but please, I, no one can save them. And the half hour goes, that's enough of it. I said, no, please now get back to your duties, finish dusting, and that's the end of it. And she walks off. I'm going to kind of walk to her a little bit and kind of like, hey, 
she's she kind of has this this uh little cleaning feather dusters hi yeah i I, she kind of like comically like huh stage whisper um i kind of heard a little bit you are missing people or family that they need to be saved my um yes my family's commune is being attacked and raided weekly and I am unfortunately sounds, unable to go help them. That sounds so horrible. Uh, where's your commune at? It is uh, just uh, northeast of here. It's um, just northeast out towards the Royal Hunts Grounds in the, in the edge of the woods. Um, my family commune is uh, it's simple, self-contained village, and it's been under some raiding uh, orc attacks. You see her just kind of like breaking down. She's like, not trying. She's trying not to break down. Like, I, my family's hurt, and I'm unable to help. I and she just uh, the knowing mother will provide answers. I'm sure. She goes back yes. to kind of just dusting aimlessly. Well, if I've learned anything, and, there is no knowing mother. Nobody knows anything around here except for what you know. So, with that being said. Is it really worth being here? I mean, why not just go ahead, break your contract, and go save your family? Um, I, I can. I, my father, um, he sacrificed a lot of great, a lot of great work to make sure that I could be here to attend study. This is one of the, um, this is uh, my nose, my nose, where's my nose? This is one of the one of the four temples of knowledge. This is one of the last beacons of hope for all that want to learn. Yes, that does sound important. It's um, it's we're, we're meant to be here to preserve the knowledge and to cultivate the growth of it. Yeah, that is true. Um, that half orc you were <clears throat> arguing with, does he have a supervisor? She. Um, she. As as you do begin to notice all the clergy and all the. Uh, clerics that you have noticed that have been working they are all female in here cool does uh um, she has a supervisor or somebody that she has to answer to unfortunately not she's one of the elders she uh she reads directly from the page readers personal books and the answers say that those that commit service and commit themselves are bound here at least by permanent residence for their first year. And who are these page readers? The, the page reader, um, the, the knowing goddess of knowledge, of creativity, of the birth of inspiration to think and think for yourself. Ah, uh, yes, yes, okay. See, I'm not from here, so I'm still trying to learn the ropes. Where are you um, from? Oh, uh, a distant, faraway land. You probably never heard of it. And, and at this I, point, she goes, by, by the way, my name's he- Mila. She goes to put her hand out to kind of like grab you like, nice to meet you. Hi, Mila. I'm Howard. I'm not going to extend my hand out at all. She kind of has this uh, breath of fresh, kind of like, you're being nice. She wasn't expecting this. Huh. Yes. Where are you from? Um, 
I don't know if you've ever heard of Exandria. Never heard of it. Okay. I've done a lot of research. I've looked for a lot of places. I, uh, I'm a personal. I, I find the history of cities and civilizations interesting. Oh, you do, do you? Yes. You ever, That's why I wanted to be a, here. Have you ever heard of a city named Carcosa? I've never heard of Carcosa, but I've heard of. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. One of the one of the books of the of the great now of the great libraries have it. Have knowledge of it. Okay. The um, and she goes in to kind of explain to you just kind of like this. Uh, she's in the essence that she is this. She is so excited to brag about her her place of work and where she works. She kind of just gives this little shirtler spiel that you know. Um, she, uh, you're at one of the great libraries. They're called, uh, there is the Great Hall of, the Great Halls of Knowledge. Um, you're at one of the four of them. Uh, there is the Divine Stacks, which is the most prominent, well-preserved, kept, and sacred. Um, the Daughters of Knowledge are the ones that kind of cultivate and keep the texts safe. She explains to you that there is another uh Hall of Knowledge far to the west on the island of Fragarok, um, past the Amber Eyes. Um, there is also the Halls of Horror uh, to the south uh, from uh, Boltodur. And um, uh, the last one was lost. Uh, no one knows the name of it. It's a hall of uh, ancient secrets and no one has ever been able to explore the knowledge of it. Uh, fortunately, the last um, last daughters of knowledge that were sent on an expedition uh, never returned. Their last known uh, uh, location, though, was off in the, the Golden Sea, and no one knows where they were. And she's kind of like, ah, it's so cool. I'm so lucky to be here, and it's why I don't want to leave, because... It's a great honor to to work here to to be a curator of this of this information. Uh, yes, I see. Well, then, uh, rest assured in knowing that your family will probably okay, and that uh, whoever that uh, nice female half orc was, um, she's probably right, and there's nothing you can do about it. But I do thank you for your time and for your information. I do appreciate it. Please, are you adventure? Are you an adventurer? Are you a seeker uh, of knowledge or? Yes, could I you help me? Knowledge. I possibly could for the right price. Right price. I I, I don't have much money. I don't have much 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 uh, money value, but possibly I can help you with knowledge. That, She's like, there's a lot of books, and unless you have someone that knows where to look, maybe I can help you find something. That would be perfect payment for myself. Um, however, I might have to convince my other party members uh, of that. So for now, this will just be for me. Oh, please l- let me know and you, you can find me or um, ask, uh, I guess, ask Lady Cora if you see her. She always has, always has an eye on me, I guess. Lady Cora. Hmm. Okay. And that... Um, that was the elf that you had just spoken to. Yeah. Cool. Two different elves or two different people watching her. Gotcha. Yeah. 
All right. So she goes back to work after kind of giving this whole spiel to you. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Where you guys are at? You're doing this. Um, during all of this communication, this time that Howard has been away, uh, uh, I'm sorry, not Lady Cora, Daughter Cora. We use the names, titles, uh, Daughter Cora. Daughter Roland is currently just casting magic and div- divine. And uh, she looks at you and goes, so um, I- I'm sorry, but unfortunately, I think... I think Lady Luna's going to be like this for quite a while. Uh, whatever she went through with Jarrell, I will have to figure that out. I, it did it did a number on her. Um, it'll be probably uh, a week or two until she's respondent. Tells you all that. You guys are in this room. Stuff's happening. She casts some magic. I, um, I lady, leave. Re- Remus uh, leaves the room. Lady, Remus leaves the room. Uh, yeah. You, uh, Lady Cora does end up, or not Lady Cora, Daughter Cora does come back up to you eventually, Dandy, after looking for um, some books on necromancy, magic, and everything. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, due to not having Kalna here to verify for you, or to have any any re, any reassurance or insurance that you are here on behalf of Kalna. She goes, I do have um a, a couple books, but um, the elders would prefer if Kalna came here personally to pick them up. We uh, items are currently under strict lockdown and. Apparently, magical books uh, to that nature and extent are as well. Seems that there has been a current uh, hold on uh, magical commerce. Okay, well, I can respect that. And as someone who totally follows all the rules and... Uh, never breaks anything. I will respect your decision on that, and I will go fetch Kelna. Okay. Make a deception check? Are you deceiving, or are you just gonna kind say? of? Yeah, well, yeah, no, you, you lied to her. Oh, she looks, oh, oh right. Um, please do, if if you bring her back. We, we'd like to, we want to help where we can, just unfortunately. Rules are rules. Yes, I, I totally agree. I mean, besides, this world would be chaos without rules, am I right? <laughs> that you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, I bid you farewell, and I'm going to go walk outside and hang outside for like a little bit out of view from everybody. Got it. You go outside. Um, everyone else, you're in the room. Remus, you started walking out. You see a uh, little, you see this uh, younger half elf are reading to these kids. Um, she looks over at you, a little bit of a smile given to you, nods her head, starts, keeps telling, engaging in the kids in the story, stacks of books, shelves, uh, not shelves of like book, uh, book cases and everything. Where are you going? What are you looking for? I'm leaving. You're leaving? Right, you I'm, going to wait. I'm going to wait outside. All right. You go to wait outside. Are you guys all following in suit or waiting inside? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I walk outside. I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do here. Um, while the casting and all that stuff's going on too, um, I'm going to pull out, um, from my, <coughs> the, uh, 
the page reader candles, the medallions uh, from Friar Flintlock's house. Got it. And I'm going to lay those out as well. I'm just going to lay them down in front of the uh, sister, or daughter, uh, daughter. The daughter um, in the room where Lady Luna is being worked on. Yeah. Uh, she's half she's half paying attention. She's like, ah, I see you're a collector of uh, of the divine swords as well. Uh, what is that candle, by the way? Uh, maybe you can tell me. I I don't recognize it. Do you mind if I light it? Do you know what it does? I don't, but we can find out together. I prefer not if you lit it somewhere else. She's hesitant. Black candle looks ominous to her. She does not recognize it at all. I'll put it back in my bag then. You may have been misinformed about what it is. I put it back in my bag. If she's not feeling it, I'll put it back in my bag and say we will we will return in a week's time and she is to ensure that Lady Shattersphere does not leave until I return. All right. Um, if she's up, I'll... I'll let her know that um, you guys would wish to speak with her. She is in control of her own actions. No, no. She will stay here until we return. Um, she will ensure that she stays. Make a... Make a... I'll either let you do a persuasion with disadvantage or an intimidation check. Um, because you're telling her that you, who she does not know... She will listen to you to hold a yep. the arc d- diviner of the city for you. She has no idea who you are. We'll do that, or we will do 16. So persuasion? Uh, that was intimidation. Intimidation, 16. Um, she looks a little off-put by you. She's like, I will enforce my concern for her to stay put when she comes to, but um, she is fairly powerful and she probably will do what she own, what she wants, but I will strongly suggest her to stay. Uh, I'll say if she uh, questions it, show her the necklace. Okay. She'll stay. Okay. Um, will do. And then I'll uh, head out as well. Okay. So with that, you all head out. Wait, Finks, you head out or are um, you in there? I, I want to leave, but um, I believe his name was Glim. He was the one that sent us on the quest in the first place. Yeah, Glimpock. He was... Uh, I, I, I want to let my uh, friends know that we should go see him immediately and see if he can enforce any sort of um, order to keep her where she is or at least put someone on guard. Okay. Um, you guys head back to the spell sword or the spell swords uh, barracks. Do you, do you all just go go with uh, Finks? Yeah. 
you oh yeah or you discussing it out and suggesting it what's what's uh i'm not speaking for your actions uh howard's out of sight from everybody right now so he's gonna stay behind for right now okay so howard's out of sight i'm just hanging out outside i assume with Haxon and whoever else filters out you're kicking it out in like this open courtyarded cobblestone uh paved open uh courtyard with a giant pond in front of you to the right ahead of you about 30 50 30 feet away you're chilling out here um how are your you're uh, dipped off to one side of the uh, chapel, the temple, and around the corner, just kind of keeping an eye on Howard, uh, on Remus sitting out there. Hacks came walking out. Azoth's out. Finks, come out. So, what are you guys doing? Uh, Howard's waiting until I guess everybody leaves, but he's going to be completely out of sight. He'll wait like 10, 15, 20 ish minutes. Um, and use his newly gifted invocation, Mask of Many Faces, and he's going to disguise himself to look like Kelna. Okay. And then he's going to walk back into the library. Oh, okay. Um, So you disguise yourself as Kelna and uh, dip back into the, uh, the Divine Stacks. Uh, you walk... Up and you see uh, daughter Cora. Ah, Kelna. Seems the man has uh, was just telling the truth after all. Um, he said you were looking after some books for for some books on necromancy. Oh yeah, I, I don't remember what Kelna's accent was. Oh yes, of course. Um, I did send him on my behest because. Uh, I was taken quite a bit by Jorel earlier, but I am healed up now that I have had to come myself. But I'm looking for something about necromancy or the siphons or anything to do with dark magic and stealing powers. Something we could use to bring down this cult once and for all. Um, I have a couple, couple books. Uh, let me go get them. I wasn't expecting you back so soon. And... Uh... She walks off. Walks off to go acquire the books. While this is happening, you guys all begin walking towards the spell swords barracks. Yeah, we would have announced loudly what we were doing, just talking boisterously so that uh, in the event that uh, Howard was an earshot, he would know where to go afterwards. Got it. Easily enough. And with that, guys, as you walk off over to the spell swords and Howard as Kelna now uh, dips back into the library. We leave off there and we'll pick up there next week. Another episode of the Fabala Five. Uh, newly anointed guys. Um, let's get let's uh, let's keep this campaign going. You guys, thank you so much for running through this. Uh, this is a great adventure. I'm enjoying this. Um, I'm always I'm always intrigued to see where my player is going to take it each week. And this has been a fun one. A little bit slower, kind of wrapping up from this fight. There are some developments made. There were some choices and some actions and some consequences uh, that happened in cause. Uh, but thank you so much for everyone tuning in, watching, listening, whether it be through podcast format or through our YouTube. Uh, thank you so much. Please continue to hit subscribe, like, follow, and share it if possible. Once again, guys, uh, before I do sign off and let all the other players take over, 
if you want to uh, get one of these snazzy, cool-looking T-shirts, head on over to the Teespring. Link is below. Check them out. Support the stream. Support the show. And let the players take it away. We'll start off with hacks. Rick, any content uh, we need to push for yourself? Nope. If not, follow nope. my cat on Instagram at Bub Fuzzins. All right, uh, Danny, jumping over to you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Um, you can also find me as a co-host with Anthony, our beloved Dungeon Master, uh, underneath Roll for Wisdom, where we like to talk D&D. We are not professional, so don't add us. Um, you can also follow Howard um, and his hijinks on Twitter over at, at PodcastersH. Um, but yeah, that's it. You guys go, guys. Uh, check out his work. Support him. Hit him up for some commissions. He does some sick yeah. uh, art. He Danny has uh, done some critical role art that they did a. Uh, it was like a picture movie video or music. It was video. Fe- was it featured in a video? I don't know if it was featured or not? It was just like a fan made thing. Fan made thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, head on over to Raffings. Support his work. Support his art. Uh, jump over to Remus next. Ricky, push us. Let us know where we getting you at. Hi, I'm Remus. Um, I'm Ricky Coates. You can find me at Rick underscore Coates on Twitter, Instagram, or that fun stuff. You can follow Remus on at Podcasters Remus. Mm-hmm. I tweet during this and occasionally during the week random fun thoughts. Uh, that's about it because we're – this will come back a week later, right? This is going to be – I'm going to have this drop either Saturday hitting. Yeah, so I have no other news then. All right. If not, it may drop sooner, but this should be dropping on Saturday, at least by Saturday, the 14th. This will be a half will expire. It's okay. It's all fun. Uh, Go follow Remus, follow Ricky, check out his uh, content for more. Tony Finks. Hi, I'm Tony. I uh, paint space Barbies, as they call them, Uh, miniature orcs and space wizards and stuff. You can find that at Phoenix Forge. Um, you can follow Finks at Podcasters Finks on Twitter. There you guys go. Check them out. Support. Follow. And uh, finally, we're going to wrap up today with our uh, our favorite druidic uh, tribe warrior. They don't Mr. know that yet. We don't know. <laughs> no one knows what, what's up. No one, I don't know what's going on. No one knows anything. No. Um. Yeah, so you can follow Azoth on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. Uh, I take pictures of stuff on Instagram at the dot mark dot seven one six, and yeah, but just we don't know what's going on. It's all happening. It's it's going down. It's all we we have some fun stuff happening, guys. Uh, but still, as we said, till then, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much again for ca- checking out the stream. Uh, catch out the more from the Fable of Five on our YouTube and. Until then, keep rolling.